the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So we're a week away from the Republican presidential debate. And what will be interesting as we host our debate watch party at the Lazy Chameleon uh, just off Sawmill Road, north of Summit View Road, is if Trump is there, will anyone have a moment other than him? There's always a moment in a presidential debate. And that's what you're hoping for if you're one of the candidates, which is to say every candidate but Trump, lagging far behind him. You're hoping for that moment where you get off a line, you shut somebody down, you make a point that resonates and you start to gain traction with your campaign that to this point has not. If Trump is there, he will be at least available to be attacked. Chris Christie will attack him. If Trump is not there, Christie will do everything he can to denigrate Ron DeSantis because DeSantis will have the biggest share of support among candidates who actually are on the stage. If DeSantis can't handle Christie, then DeSantis has no chance to be president of the United States. Pretty easy if I'm Ron DeSantis, I'm going to say, well, here's our record in Florida rebuilding from a hurricane, and your record in New Jersey was abysmal. You had Bridgegate. You can't point to a single controversy in my administration other than woke Democrats opposing my firing of the state prosecutor in Orlando or Tampa. See, in my state, I don't let woke prosecutors run away. In New Jersey right now, the state where Chris Christie used to be governor, the state is fighting Parents who want to be notified if their child voices gender dysphoria at school. The state of New Jersey is fighting parents from being notified that their kids identify as a sex different from the sex that they were born. This opens a potential door for any candidate who wants to, to attack Donald Trump. Because the reason why states like New Jersey are putting forward the idea that parents, think about how crazy this is, that parents do not have the right to know that their students are declaring themselves a sex different than they are born. I refuse to acknowledge even the remote existence of the term gender because there is no such thing. It is sex, male and female. The only reason why this is not prohibited by a Supreme Court ruling is because in a 5-4 Supreme Court ruling from the summer of 2020, the court said something that is being twisted into denying 
parents the right to know when their kids change their gender. And do you know how in 2020, in June of 2020, do you know how this ruling in the Bostock case came about? It came about because one of Donald Trump's appointees to the court, Neil Gorsuch, sided with the four liberals on the court. That's right. Neil Gorsuch joined Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan in this ruling. Now, this ruling locally is also being used, the Bostock ruling, to underscore the lie that schools here, Olentangy, Dublin, or two I know of, that are telling parents, no, no, you don't have... Your students are not allowed to misgender fellow students here at Orange High School, at Liberty High School, at Berlin High School, Scioto, Kaufman. Your kids must call their fellow students by their preferred gender. Otherwise, they are violating federal law. That is a lie. That is a lie. But they're pointing to the Bostock ruling as their reinforcement for stating that lie. There is, in the Bostock ruling, like all rulings that seem to come out of the Roberts Court, a giant loophole which may not hold you to what appears to be the takeaway from the case. In the case of the Bostock ruling, there is plenty of room for an authentic religious objection to calling someone by their preferred gender. So if your reason for not calling someone he when you know they are a she is, look, as someone who orders their life according to the Bible, the Bible says people are made in God's image, that he makes them male and female. I worship a holy, infallible God who does not make and cannot make because of his nature as a holy, infallible God who cannot make a mistake. Therefore, I'm not going to call someone by a pronoun that I know does not comport with the sex that they were born. I refuse to do it. But the people who run the schools in Olentangy, the schools in Dublin, are banking on the fact that you don't know that you are not compelled by the Bostock ruling to bend the knee to the LGBTQ alphabet mafia. This is what they're doing in New Jersey. They're, of course, doing it in California. They're going to try to do it everywhere that they can do it, and they are counting on your ignorance and you being ill-informed and not knowing your rights and not knowing what the Bostock ruling says and, more importantly in this case, what it does not say. This is an issue on which you are going to have to devote some research to understand what your rights are as a parent, and to know how to prepare your student, if they're going to a public school, to prepare them to know how to answer these questions so that you do not provide any ammunition to the left. You're not going to get the benefit of the doubt on these things unless you're very careful and purposeful and crafted in your language. All you have to do is look at the story that appeared on the NBC4i website the other day where they make all kinds of semantic accusations against people who are opposed to this kind of woke ideology 
being crammed down their throat, and I'm certainly tired of it. Here's a paragraph. See if you can spot the propaganda. Buckeye State lawmakers are advancing four anti-LGBTQ plus bills so far this legislative session. Among more than 725 proposed laws moving throughout state houses across the nation, the legislation continues an unprecedented wave of bills targeting LGBTQ plus people after 268 bills were introduced in 2021 and 315 in 2022. Now, I said the other day why the number of these bills has doubled. The reason why the number of these bills has doubled is because the administrators at schools around the country, not just Dublin and Olentangy, but specifically here, Olentangy and Dublin and Upper Arlington, too, they are more militant in their support of the LGBTQ agenda, more enslaved to it, more aligned with it now, and have gained a bit more, in fact, a lot more, courage to bring it down upon your kids and you with a heavy hand than they were in the past. They weren't sure in the past, you know, do we have we have any kind of ammunition behind us? Well, now that they got this Bostick ruling... And now that woke states like New Jersey and California started to sledgehammer it in and beat down opposition, the activists here in central Ohio feel more comfortable doing it. The proposed legislation is an effort to expand the scope of targeting against the LGBTQ plus community beyond previous narrowly focused actions like opposing same sex marriage. The organization MAP, Movement Advancement Project, it's like the Trevor Project or Human Rights Campaign or GLAAD or any of these woke organizations, says the current landscape is, and I quote, a war against LGBTQ people in America and their very right and ability to openly exist. What a lie. Nobody's debating their ability to exist. We're debating, and we will not give up the debate or the fight, them cramming their lifestyle down on us. Yeah, the uh, gas prices in the state of Ohio are uh, jumping up. We are paying, uh, according to Gas Buddy, 20 cents more per gallon than we were paying a week ago. And a penny more than we were paying last year. Bidenomics is working. It's working. That's what Kamala Harris says. It must be true, right? must be true. has to be true. Can't be untrue if Kamala Harris says it's got to be right. Uh, What lies ahead when it comes to... uh, Gas. We don't know. Average in Ohio for regular unleaded on Monday of this week came in at 364, up from 344 last week and 333 last month. At this time a year ago, state motorists paid 363 per gallon. The highest recorded average price in the state was $5.07 on June the 9th, 2022. I really don't know. If gas prices were to shoot up another dollar prior to the presidential election of 2024 around the country, not here, Ohio's probably going, well, I don't, I'm not even sure Trump could win Ohio in the next presidential election. The ongoing indictments, I think, just create such an aura around him 
that independents and suburban women voters, the people he has to have to win the election, I just can't fathom that people will pick him. It has to get to a point where the economic pain of continuing with Joe Biden becomes so punitive that people are willing to get over their personal dislike for Donald Trump to pull that lever. And in states like Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, he's got to win those states. I've yet to hear, other than to hear Donald Trump relitigate the 2020 election, I've yet to hear a plan for how he wins those states. And again, because hey, well, uh, we're going to be on top of the mail-in ballots this time. Governor of Arizona, Democrat. Governor of Wisconsin, Democrat. Governor of Michigan, Democrat. Governor of Pennsylvania, Democrat. Governor of Georgia, Republican. But Brian Kemp was the governor the last time, and Trump lost Georgia. So it's a national election, but you win it by winning states. And a lot of the states are pretty much locked up already. There are only a few swing states out there, and I need to hear a plan from those of you who are all in on Trump and, oh, he's going to be our Avenger, and he's... I need to hear a plan, one that I can reasonably believe in, that tells me how he's going to win swing states that he didn't win before. Nobody's giving me that plan. So, until they do, I'm going to be skeptical that Donald Trump can be elected the 47th president of the United States. I'm just extremely skeptical of that. I believe there are multiple Republican candidates who could win a presidential election against any Democratic candidate because I think anybody who runs on the Democratic side of the ticket is very, very vulnerable. Biden is vulnerable. Kamala Harris is vulnerable. She's least less likable than he is. Gretchen Whitmer is vulnerable. <laughs> J.B. Pritzker, some of the garbage he's pulling in Illinois, uh, taking guns away from people and, I mean, Illinois is a train wreck. They're, the Democrats, they don't have a strong candidate. But if Republicans persist in running their most vulnerable candidate, uh, that's going to be very aggravating to me because this is an election that should be a layup election, given the record of Joe Biden. Now, one of Donald Trump's biggest supporters, of course, is J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance wouldn't be in the U.S. Senate without Donald Trump picking him in the primary and then endorsing him in the, the general uh, J.D. Vance is doing a good job. He's uh, holding the Biden administration's feet to the fire on East Palestine. He says that they still have not come through for East Palestine the way that they should. Of course not. Most of America has forgotten about East Palestine. J.D. Vance also holding woke universities' feet to the fire. He sent letters out to 10 colleges in the state of Ohio in the aftermath of the overthrow of affirmative action. And he said, don't even think about coordinating a way around this Supreme Court ruling. If you do, if you find a way to factor things into your admissions process that are disguised as ways to basically continue advantaging people because of their skin color, I'm going to be watching and I'm going to come after you. Well, J.D. Vance notes that the responses that he received from these colleges were remarkably similar, as if one person had written them all. Here's his quote. To my surprise, none of the schools that received my letter 
responded to my questions in good faith. He said nine of the ten responses he got back were almost the same exact length. All were sent on the same day. Each promised to comply with the court's ruling and most ignored questions about the things that he raised in his letter. He says it is hard to believe that the schools responding to my letter could achieve such remarkable parallels in the absence of coordination or collusion. It would be difficult enough to believe that acting independently, nine separate colleges and universities would all choose not to respond to my questions substantively, one by one. It's nearly impossible to believe that they would do so using the same structure, vocabulary, tone, and brevity. Yeah. It is. Can you now, say form letter? Form letter, yeah. Now, I notice here uh, locally that Otterbein and Antioch have entered into some new kind of woke college consortium that they are calling the, oh boy, this is perfect, like, because with Democrats, everything always means the exact opposite of what they say, uh, the Coalition for the Common Good formed by Antioch and Otterbein. Was, isn't Antioch out of business? I thought they went out of business in Haven't Yellow heard much Springs. Haven't lately, yeah. Uh, they are the first schools in what their leaders hope will be a network, I uh, bet they do, of nonprofit independent universities who have a... Is your woke alarm on? Here it comes. A shared mission of educating students... Not only to advance their careers, of course not. Isn't that what you're there in college for? To get a career? Oh, no, no, no. At Antioch and Otterbein and other woke outposts of supposedly higher education and higher cost, always higher cost, they're not there just to educate kids for careers, but to, and I quote, promote our pluralistic democracy, social, racial, economic and environmental justice and the common good. Wow. That's a woke word salad. If ever there were one, the chancellor of Antioch university and vice president of the coalition, man, he got, he didn't get much of a position in this coalition since there's only two schools that have started it. He ought to be higher than just vice president. He's the head of Antioch. He says, higher education owes our nation more than career preparation. Well, maybe, but the career preparation would be a good thing. It would be a good box to check. Since a lot of people are coming out of your universities with gender studies degrees and philosophy degrees and black studies degrees and a bunch of other degrees that don't get them anywhere. Oh, it requires we educate students to be engaged global citizens. Blah. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.